This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am your Marylander. What is it, Victoria? Are we are Mar- we Mar- Marylander? Marylander. I am your Marylander, Nathan Hartman. Um, uh, I am I am eating blue crab right now. I am covered it just covered in Old Bay. It's almost sexy how covered in Old Bay I currently am. Um, and uh, yeah, so my life is currently in boxes. Um, but you know what? I, uh, some news came out, folks. We'll talk about it. Of course, you'll know exactly the news <laughs> I'm talking about. And, uh, I said, all right, I'm going to make it on. I'm going to get my computer out. I'm going to do that next because I got it. I got to talk with my rats. I just want to know how on. long it took for you to find your mic. Like, did it really take a long time? Oh no, I knew where it would be. Oh, I okay. knew, but it was a, it was a bit of saying like, Nathan, you can, you, they have it. You could, don't need to do it. It'll be fine. Your life is in shambles. You're so tired. You're so tired. Um, but aren't we all? Retrograde. It, it's really yeah. Mercury. Re- I'm starting to believe it. Like, I really think it's So real. it has nothing to do with the fact that I, I box things up for a week. And no, then it's the stars. Across country. It's the stars. Okay. It's the stars. Totally. Me and Mercury. We're, we're both in retrograde right now. But I have decided... Uh, to join up. These wonderful people had, had worked on a Victoria, especially had worked things up on our schedule and everything together. And then, of course, we tape, as we've talked about in the past on Thursdays, and everything kind of crapped out uh, because big old news. You know, we've been, I, they have been consistent about dropping news right before like a Thursday. Like Friday's too late, so they do it on Thursday, it seems, because we always get this stuff. But with me tonight from all over this wonderful nation, uh we begin in the west coast with sarah hello sarah hello i wouldn't say it's a, a wonderful nation but you <laughs> i know. think there were several raised eyebrows <laughs> there was several raised eyebrows it was probably the most patriotic i've ever been you know yeah. yes serving I am, patriotism i am um, very sleepy um i i did just leave florida so i'm feeling patriotic i'm i'm now yes. You're in one of the 13 states the founding I'm, the founding I am a states founding father yes. basically at this point yeah <laughs> So, you know, uh, it's, it feels they good. They were white. Yeah, they were, they were white and they for sure owned slaves, which I don't own slaves. So I have that up on them. Allegedly. <laughs> Not allegedly. <laughs> don't start these rumors. Don't wow. start these rumors. Wow. We, we don't know. We look, don't know. Look, look, my dad I mean, and Katie's dad did help us move, but they were not. They were fed and yeah, they were Yeah, but what, are you, what is the supply time. chain like for your purchases? <laughs> That's a cable knit sweater we don't want to tug at right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you don't want to have this discussion either. <laughs> Just a concern. See, this is why we can't be patriotic. We got to leave all that at the door. <laughs> leave all that at the door. I'm just, I'm so close to the Smithsonian now. It's just, it, it's, I'm bleeding. It's bleeding on me a little bit with its patriotism. Um, so anyway, where the hell was I? This is what it's going to be like tonight, folks. I'm very Introductions. Yes. Oh yeah, we're still in introductions. Oh Lord. So Sara, thank you so much for being here. Of um, 
uh, Death to America. And then also yes. with us is just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Dave Cobb. Hello, Dave Cobb. Hi, I'm gay and very angry. Yeah, yeah. So, just to add to the political diatribe. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> I am yeah. queer and pissed. So hello. Dave is queer and pissed. I am uh, cis and sleepy is the way I'm going to say it. Cis and sleepy. I'm cis and sleepy. <laughs> um, Sara, what are you? I, I don't know. I, I would say black and angry, too. I'm going to join Dave. Hmm. <laughs> Can this white man? I'm just too, I'm too tired to be yes. too be angry. I'm just happy to be not in Florida. Um. Uh. Anyway, my fellow Marylander, Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Hello. Do I get a cool nickname? You. I. I did. Everyone picked their own. So you're. Oh. You're what and what tonight? I'm just in beehive mode right now. Anything yes. that's not Beyonce, I'm just. I'm. You. You're in Beyonce mode until August. I see. I see. Love okay, it. so I thought you were oh, you're talking about actual bees. <laughs> oh my Janine. Janine does love bees. I got excited. Janine, leave the geology at the door, please. Like <laughs> geology. Geology. Wait, what bees was the degree? Rocks. Bees are Wait, rocks. if it helps, she's dressed as a bee in the concert at one point. Oh no, wait, Janine, what was your degree in? I thought it was geology. Geography and environmental geosciences. Oh, well, she has graduated officially. Close. Congrats! I'm Yay! done. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! Thank We're you, German. And also a big fan of bugs, which I love. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But we've not introduced Janine yet, so she doesn't. We're not. We're not here yet. So Victoria, we're still on Victoria. Um, we'll get to you, Janine. Don't worry, Victoria. You're what and what? Have you um, decided? I don't Victoria know. is cozy and heated. If you get that, there you go. Heated. There you go. Uh, That's what's heated. But heated outro. Oh, point. It's a song by Beyonce. Listen to it. Listen to the album, please. Have you listened to none of Renaissance? Um, no. Unless Renaissance is is (laughs) Nathan, save yourself. Save yourself from the beehive. No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I've been listening to lots of excellent Beyonce, um, uh, who is. Sounds like a man and is uh, recording under the name Steely Dan, um, but but you know, <laughs> it's sort of the same. Man, thing, you better I cut think, that right? part out. <laughs> Be- Beehive's gonna come for you. They got nothing. Nathan's Twitter's gonna be recorded and deactivated. <laughs> come on, Steely's, come for it. anyway. Um, okay, so Victoria's taking care of Janine. Hi, hi. The only Floridian left. Ugh. I'm sorry. Oh man, you are. Gross. You are, you are our. That's crazy. That's not our, fair to our, me. Our Disney World correspondent now. <laughs> um, I think I don't know what I am now. Victoria, are you the Hershey Park correspondent? Are you taking that? I mean, I can. They're <laughs> testing Wildcat. There you go. There you go. Um, how are you, Janine? Uh, I am burnt and out. Burnt and oh. out. Oh, I see. Ooh, That's true. Clever. That's true. Both and both. Very clever. Very nice. Uh, happy Pride to everybody. It's Pride. Is it Pride yet? No, is it Pride Not next quite. month? Next month. That's next month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you're always all, Pride. You're all homophobic yes. for not celebrating Pride right now. So, <laughs> I'm in the right and you're in the if wrong. If you're not celebrating all year, you're homophobic. All yeah, the Pride merch is, it's like Thanksgiving. Pride merch now is already out. So I'm very confused. It's like, it's like where did all this Christmas stuff come from in October? It's the same thing with Pride now. Wait, did you guys see the Target shirt that says "Live, Laugh, Les- Lesbian"? Oh That's yeah, oh it's my so god, great. it's so good. Wow. And you know, here's the thing: like uh, the people that are all down, thumbs down on rainbow capitalism, fuck all of you right now because <laughs> yep. 
like fight that fight later like i get it but any representation is good and any company willing to put out that stuff in this climate is going to get my money yeah exactly yeah like i will be buying the black and bougie shirts every single year at target like what about There's a Miss Piggy pride pin at Disney right now. There that, is. True. I need that. I saw it. It's I'm so getting cute. that. It's on shipshopdisney.com. It is so cute. I'm getting mm. that. I need the to The merch dis- this year is actually really good. It's like nice. it, yeah. yeah, I really like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like mad I, at that spirit jersey to be honest. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's actually really yeah. cute. I what well, okay, tell me folks. I don't know the the protocol for allies and pride merch. <laughs> Um, I mean the etiquette. You know what? Be nice, to, be nice to me because I'm asking the question. And no, you are. No, 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 no. Nathan, I'm on the same page. Like what I don't know if I'm I I allowed wear. to wear and 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 what is my what is my involvement? Because I would love to go to a, a pride uh, event this year, but I don't know. You know, I want people to have their space. So I used help to bring. Allies. I used to bring my niece and nephew to Gay Day all the time, starting at like age five or six and all the way into their 20s and they always first of all they wore red shirts because that's what everybody does but that graduated into rainbow shirts and rainbow hat minky hats and things in their teens and 20s and and their allies i think it's fine i think it's you know i think that 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 it's not it's about not about your own identification it's about you know, well, I always worry about feel. I always worry in any of the circumstances. Like we have a really cool mug that we bought in Chicago that says "Black Lives Matter" on it, uh, and we love it. But at the same time, I'm always like, oh, "Am I the family from Get Out? Like, like, am I like am I not from Get Out? Like, am I, I think like, you that's know, an extreme. Yeah. There's a gray area there. Yeah, you know? there, there I think when it, when it comes to queer merch, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's because there's no like one way to sure. look like. Right. When you're a part of the LGBT community, like mm, so, correct. It, no one's gonna come up to you and be like, "Hey, like, prove why are you it. wearing a prove, prove it? it. <laughs> prove you're gay. Prove to me, gay gay right that prove me yeah. right now. Prove to me that you're gay. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think anyone's gonna do that. But I feel like if you're, when it comes to like Black History Month merch, it, it's, it's a little, it's a little tricky because it can no, come off as I didn't say it was different. Black History Merch. I it's said it was weird. Black Lives Matter merch, which I felt was protest oriented. Ah. Mm. I think it's, it's it's I feel it's like every tough. situation's like it's subjective. It's, I mean, me personally with pride merch, it's fine as long as you don't like I mean, it only gets weird when you have the flag, like cause then it's kinda like, are you representing this flag? Are you what ally? Whatever. That's a good point. I have straight homeowner friends who who fly the rainbow flag in addition to this. And support yeah, I, say I didn't mean right. the I didn't mean the rainbow flag. I meant like the specific. Oh, well, like oh, 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 ones. yeah, yeah. Oh, right. that's like, rainbow weird. flag, cool. Like why? Yeah. Like I oh. wouldn't fly the lesbian flag. Right, 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 right. That's a good point. I just don't want to be the guy that shows up and is like, "Yas, queen, look at me. I'm serving cunt. Look at me, like <laughs> serving." You know? Oh my, can we? Say I kind of, I kind of wanted sure. to do that actually. That's the, <laughs> how no, do you serve it, cut in an ally way? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That meme that's going around is so funny because yeah. I've seen every flavor of it too. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, so fun fact, by the way, yes. I have been on a social media hiatus for good about for a week. Good for you. That's so good. I know Girl. almost nothing about anything right well, that's now. Good. That's good. Okay. I'm just like, I've not looked at Twitter, but maybe two times. I'm waiting that's good for, for Blue Sky to it, just take my my insight and, and give it to me. I am on Blue Sky. There's 12 of us on there, and yeah. it's 
not that fun yet. None of them yeah. have been yet, but I'm waiting. No. Oh, I have an invite code. What's blue shit send now? Me. Send me. Rats blue skies, go to blue skies. It's, I pr- it's, it's former Twitter people have started it, and it's uh, kind of the front runner for the sort of broad ad- right. ad- adoption versus the other ones that came up. But right. Again, nobody's mm-hmm. on it yet. I'm on it, but I haven't used it. I just kind of would like to not be around an anti-Semitic owner at this point. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so, that'd be nice. Oh, my window with cool air. Ah, um, what's that like? <laughs> Oh, I mean, it is very chilly tonight. Like, it was actually kind of chilly today. Like, yesterday mm-hmm. it was like almost eighty, and today right. it was like barely pushing seventy. We are we are acting like we're not recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. This is the longest intro yeah, that we've ever is, had. Yeah, for reals. Yeah. Like, we don't have like a big I completely forgot. I, yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to avoid the situation. Everybody's <laughs> like. We're just talking about, but I no, I my stuff sort of fell in. I'm I we literally just talked about the weather though, Nathan. Yeah, we talked about Maryland weather. <laughs> we, went, so. we we went from being patriotic to being allies to now talking about the weather. Yeah, yeah. So and who's gonna not, who's gonna do it? So anyway, Disney. Yeah. So <laughs> who's, anyway, who's doing it? There's news. Um. So this is why I made it an effort to come on this podcast because Janine, we have like the biggest friggin' like I jumped, I was in the middle of a Lowe's and I was like, eh, eh, eh. and my wife and my father looked at me and I, and they were like, what? And I was like, this thing happened. I'll, I'll let you reveal. And I was like, <laughs> and they looked at me like, so, and I, I just thought like, okay, you don't like, I need to talk to people that get it. So we are here. <laughs> Janine, what has occurred in this insane Thursday? Yes. So um, Ron DeSantis fucked around and found out. And uh, I don't know if people recall, like last week, Bob Iger issued a statement asking the state of Florida, like, do you want us to invest in you or not? And as far as I know, they were met with radio silence and responded by officially killing the billion dollar Lake Nona Imagineering transfer project. Um, yeah. Um, I missed that DeSantis responded to that. So yes. that is officially canceled. The 2000 Imagineers and um, other folks who got relocated from Southern California to Florida. I have some like personal, not personal, but like on the ground reactions to what's going on in there. Um, yeah my fiance's best friend's fiance <laughs> works, my friend of a friend of a friend yeah uh, <laughs> works in a building where the imagineers they're currently working out of and shares a floor with them or something but anyway there was like door slamming apparently like a lot of like just the vibe was terrible oh, and yeah. um they told everyone <laughs> to work from home tomorrow oh, yeah. um Damn. yeah so all these people who like sold their houses in Southern yep. California for those not are... as much money as like they can't get those houses back again. No. Um, and then moved to fucking Florida. And yeah. then it just boomerangs right back. Like, Jesus Christ, Disney, you just like ruined these people's fucking lives. Not, not to mention all the people that didn't want to go and quit. They lost a huge right. yeah. There, there was a lot of people like that on Twitter. Like Kevin yeah. Lively left and, yep. and tons. Like they lost so much talent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I did read that they were going to try and work with those people to possibly move back to California. But at that point, like you said, they already 
lost their homes. They can't get those back. Right. I think also Disney is not willing to pay talent what they're supposed to be like paid, what they deserve, because you have a lot of people that are coming out of schools right now that are probably going to be a lot like of cheaper labor. So I don't know if they'll work with them. Yep. I mean, yeah, I think that's Mm going to happen. The the, the thing about the theme entertainment industry now is there's how many schools feeding into it. And so there's all lots of young talent, a lot of it very good. Um, sure. But that wasn't there 20 years ago, 30 years ago when I started in the industry. And the big thing is, and this is the dirty little secret, there's not more work than there was 30 years ago. There's not as been, there's never going to be the kind of projects that will support the amount of people coming out of education for this industry. It's right. it's hugely irresponsible. And and I, I mean, people in the industry have been calling on on universities for that for a long time. We're like, you need to cast a wider net. It's not just in entertainment because there's right. not enough jobs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. film is the same way uh, yeah. on my end. It, it, I mean, it's all I mean, it's it's in the, since I graduated college, it's all mushed. It's all everything. Like, can you do film or can you write for theme parks or can you yeah. design a thing? Like, can you make not an app? But like, there's a lot of cro- a lot of crossover at this point. So it's, yeah. it's why we talk That's... about, you know. <laughs> There are people who get film degrees, and that's totally fine. But it's a lot of now. You go, you get a communication degree or a communication, communication arts degree, degree right. and and in that communication degree are tracks, which is like what I'm doing here, and and yep. and that's because a lot of the stuff is similar. There's no reason to act like a photographer is uh, much different from a, a videographer, when it comes to the basics, so things like that. So it's not a surprise. Um, yeah, you, there's lots of talent out there, and. We'll see what they do. I mean, I hope they, I really do hope they work with some of these people to bring them back. I think Disney's smart enough to recognize they really screwed this up. I think they're, they're smart enough to realize that this could lead to losing more talent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Trust is. I mean, people I want just don't know what they're going to do with that land. Like they bought 60 acres of land. It was a billion dollar investment. So that's a lot of money that the state is losing out on. And also, Disney probably already spent a good chunk of that money trying to develop this like entire project. But um, I think the frustration is, like you said, there isn't a lot of trust between the Imagineers and Disney. The fact that right. Janine is basically saying that they were working out of a WeWork is not really that amazing. Um, and like Dave was saying, it's the industry is just completely different. You had Imagineers that were there for like 50, 60 years. Now it's kind of just like a gig economy where you're working on one project and then you're out. Right. So there is. And as someone who was trying to get their like, you know, degree, like I'm in grad school right now and this is not looking too hot for someone that wants to enter that industry. So yeah. it sucks. It definitely well, sucks. And, and the history of Imagineering has been very clear. Right. Yeah. Who were the first Imagineers? Well, it was a, a weird mush of engineers and animators and like it's always been, been a mush. film production designers. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, so it's not a surprise and- that we still are there where it's well, and, like go and do and other outside things. of outside of imagineering it's always been a gig economy i mean mm-hmm. universal creative in the last 20 years has become way more um they do more internally but when i worked there it was which a- is why i think there's a, a level of uh uh more cohesiveness at universal yeah. than there's been. yeah it used to be the wild west and 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 but I, that's that's the thing outside of disney it's not a career that it can be supported purely by design like uh, a, a lot of the people that are in this industry that that have done it for a long time that are not imagineers or universal creative 
are in work for a vendor that does scenery or a vendor. I remember looking into like, uh, like 15 years ago, I was like, Oh, maybe I should, I would love to like, what is it like to be an Imagineer? How do you become an Imagineer? And the track then was like, get really good at one thing. Be yeah. the person who does lighting really well. Yeah. Be the person Be who the makes rock person. fake rocks yeah. very well. Yes. Yeah. 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 And like, that's. I yeah. mean, and, and that's why, like, even when I was at Thinkwell for 13 years, like we diversified into stuff that was not public facing experiences. Like we did corporate experiences for Google and YouTube and things that, that the public never saw. That was like corporate facing. It was so diversification is key to this industry because, and it always has been, there are people that have come in and out of universal and, and imagineering over the years that, you know, everyone thinks that these, the last big layoffs were like the first time it's ever happened. And it hasn't, <laughs> it's like, no. the, 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 it's a boom and bust economy in the industry. The last, the, there was a huge bunch of layoffs in the early aughts after that late nineties, early aughts boom of parks. There was another one after Tokyo Disney. There was another one after Epcot. Um, it's just, it, 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 it's the way of the industry and the bigger issues you have, it's so much more, um, it's a bigger marquee for people to aim at when they're going to school. It's this big, shiny object that they want to work for. And I, for a long time have been trying to be the, not the dream killer, but the voice of reason going, <laughs> yeah. you know what you are, there are not more, it looks like there's more work now than there was 20 years ago. There isn't, and there never will be, because this stuff happens for very specific strategic and feasibility reasons, which we're going to touch on later on a big, big, big issue. Yeah. But it's not that they just, nobody just says, hey, let's build a theme park, right? Or an attraction. This stuff takes a lot of planning and is mostly responsive to the world economy. And and the U.S. economy cannot support another major theme park after Epic. It's right. We're just not, it's not going to happen. Right. And especially because oh, no, no. it, financially, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> not a well, probably, but like uh, take Walt Disney World out of the equation. Take yeah. Imagineering out of the equation. Are we going to get anything else outside of that? Yeah. Who's, who, who's going to make an original theme park that's not connected to a multi-billion dollar conglomerate in in 2025? You know? And no. who would work for that theme park? Because I feel like there's a – there's. There's like this allure to being an Imagineer, to wanting to go towards Disney. Like there, a lot of the Imagineers that we talk about, like they're essentially like these iconic beings. Like you don't really talk about a lot of those people <laughs> from the other theme parks. So maybe that's why yeah. a lot of people are just kind of like going towards Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, top, name top brand, like top tier. brand recognition yeah. is a bitch. Like, yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> like I like how um, Gavin Newsom was so quick. So quick to jump onto Twitter and be like, oh, like, screw you, Florida. Now we have 2,000 jobs coming back to California. Like, he was so yeah. quick with it. Yeah, and I was, was like, like Gavin, just slow this your man. roll. Just <laughs> slow down, man. Gavin. Like, yeah, like, it's not guaranteed. Breaks. Yeah. Yeah. As, like, as if we forgot down. about the French laundry, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. What is his association with the French laundry? He went during COVID, had a party. Oh, when Jesus he Christ. It, yeah, he, he had a lot going on during COVID. People weren't I did happy. not know that. That's I mean, so any, man who, any man who uh, marries what's-her-face, um, you got a question. Trump's kids. Trump Jr.'s fiance now. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, dear. Gross. Gavin. Wild. You can't trust a Gavin anyway. Gavins are the ones that are Gavin, against against your little frat house. Gavins are Gavins like hunters. Are... Like, you know, like those Ugh. names that fall in that realm. 
Just run away. Run as There's fast as you can. If you see them that's, on hinge, that's Hunter S. Thompson. Run. That's it. Yes, Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> all other hunters. So, yes. Um, but like Nona was going to be the big topic tonight. And yeah, then it was it got not the big oh, man. It got it Zert. got like what an hour? Tell him, Janine. If an hour, <laughs> I don't think it even got an hour because it was like the same. It was like in thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. literally thirty uh, minutes after. Yeah. Galactic Star Cruiser, we hardly knew you. Um, she's Serve gone. Kyber. Serve Kyber right I'm not, now. I'm not going to laugh. I'm going to be respectful. September be 26th is the last day. Is that what it was? I don't yeah. remember. September 30th. The last Thir- voyage is because it uh, came so yep, September 30th. Now. And they're pausing new bookings until May 26th. And so I guess the plan is they are reaching out to the people who have reservations past September 30th and offering dates between now and September mm. 30th to reschedule and people are, who have not yet booked are going to be offered what's left after that. Are you telling me that is correct? Are you telling me that the super rich, very expensive, super niche land cruise, it didn't work in this economy. Like, I'm that, shocked. Right. Is that but, what I'm being told? but Dave, but, it was, it was started before this economy. That's the True. thing people are, are that's like, the thing. The people dancing on its grave, frankly, can go fuck themselves because yeah. this shit is hard. Yeah. This yeah. It is hard. I creatively, think it's really messed up to creatively be like, joyous str- about it. Yeah. Creatively Honestly? and strategically. Like anybody like I said just two seconds mm-hmm. ago, if if people think this stuff do- happens just because there mm-hmm. were deep deeply researched feasibility studies for this right. back in 2015 16 17 it was when it started mm-hmm. and luxury travel niche travel this would have survived if covid didn't it would have i'm guaranteed it, it really would have but then uh, also remember mm-hmm. it was shapec well and then that yeah. and but, then all that stuff financially happened i, but, think, I mean ultimately oh no but it, but it was too it was too far along to cancel Right. Yeah. There, yes. There's a yeah. lot of a lot of big project. That's why I don't work at Thinkwell anymore. The biggest project I was on was a two billion dollar theme park overseas. That was that I was supposed to do the final pre- concert presentation on February twentieth, twenty twenty. Womp womp. Right. Yeah. And then the whole thing fell apart. Galactic Star Cruiser was just too far along. Now, would it have been a massive out of the park hit? No, it would have been no. a. It would have been a luxury niche thing and it would have chugged along fine. And two or three years down the road, they would have started lowering costs and it would have been like it, you know, it it would have it, it. I think it would have survived on its own terms. But those terms were set by a business strategy and feasibility study that then and take create creative side out of it for a minute. Like people right. are saying, oh, it should have been it's a fault of the entire brand building of the new trilogy and, and the fact that mm-hmm. they stuck to that. And it's not the old it's not that no. that no. doesn't it's matter. not that at all. No. No. That doesn't matter. The the, the actual content, it, 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 it the people that went loved it. I mean, I literally sure. have not seen a bad review from the people that could afford it. Nobody's going to. And, and a lot of that could be if you spend five thousand dollars. So you are you going to say come out and not like it? I don't know. If you if you make stupid money, there are bloggers who have, um, you know. But I, I I don't know. I'm I feel really badly for the mm-hmm. creative team. It just won a Thea a month ago. Yeah. Like well, okay. I, I, I think I think you got to separate some things out. I think some of the gleefulness comes at uh, 
the business people more than it does comic creators. I was just going to mm. say that. I yeah, think, that's I, definitely what it is. This is definitely a risk management issue rather than a creative issue. When, because, like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead no, then. no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, I think that for a project of this size, like, you need to think of any every risk possible. Like, you need to be able to, like, mitigate those things, like, yeah. way yeah. in advance. So, as a company as big as Disney, how could you not foresee a possible recession? How could you not foresee certain things, even outside of a global well, pandemic? We'll, this like, is, we'll talk about the new ticket prices and if they've, they're have they seeing a, a coming recession, okay? Yeah, yeah that, was the, that was the thing that made me go like, mm, we in trouble. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that. And this is even bigger than a recession. And it's even bigger than a recession. This is yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, but I'm never just seen like, like, there's it. so many things that you could have seen ahead that, like, for it to not even last a full year, I think we 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 started our podcast around the time when this whole thing came out, right? Um, so I just feel like it's just too soon to like just go ahead and close it and to not think about any other possible way to like save it. I don't really understand well, why. There's it just a feels things. very yeah. like staffing, rash. staffing, yeah, staffing's it's staffing easy. and they're kind of like trying to cut costs right now and that was like just pretty much well they're saying they're going to move because most of the staff is college program so they're planning on moving a lot of that staff around to the other areas of the theme park because there is a lot of issues with um cast members right now there's not enough cast members in the theme parks and it didn't start with college program kids either like that's that that is that's a great example of already cutting costs is when you we're talking about people uh, nowadays owning slave labor uh <laughs> um, yeah. basically um but okay so so oh, boy this is there's a bit of told you so in my mind though because i think as much as we i have no issue seeing something creative like the succeed at all mm-hmm. um i don't like anything that suggests some sort of uh, status and I think there's nothing – I think there is a I think there's a bit of catch-22 because to do a thing that creative, you have to have so much money to do it, right? So it's not necessarily that, uh, you know, the price probably made sense for the amount of staffing and the amount you needed to do. What I'm mm-hmm. interested at this point – so I'm sort of saying what a but shock. did it though? You know, for rich people didn't work out. But what I will say is I'm not sure this is fully going anywhere. Yeah. You have a, a new building that is 0.3 miles from your entrance to Galaxy's Edge. I, I think the I think the Indiana yeah. Jones queue is longer than that, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, like, there's all that speculation online that they'll make it some sort of, you know, dining upcharge that you get into from between if, me. If it's gal look, Galactic Hoopty Doo makes sense to me. Galactic <laughs> Hoopty Doo. What in the world did you come up with that? I don't yeah, know. That, I mean that's the the thing that the thing to remember is the phrasing is that the Galactic Star Cruiser is closing. That mm. doesn't mean the asset is going away. Exactly mm-hmm. what they've been saying. And I, I don't think now it's shocking to me that they didn't try to right size it. But again, in an, in another uh, uh, um, economic ecosystem, they probably would have let it be a loss leader. That's the whole point. It's a luxury thing. Right. Like I, I get what, why, you know, it, 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 you don't like the status of it, but that's just luxury travel for you. Now, was sure, Star sure. Wars the right thing to lay that luxury travel on? That can be debated, but like yeah, Tony, really Go- could, yeah. Tony Goldbark made a really great uh, um, uh, comment on this on Twitter today. He said, in a more sensible economy where more people could afford the occasional luxury trip, 
and where Disney could have restrained their greed enough to lower prices and be satisfied making only a slight profit off this venture. There's no reason this should have shouldn't have been a home run. And I think yeah. that's the right take. It's like, yeah. yeah, it was expensive. It would have chugged along on the niche audience until they decided, oh, we can lower it. And now it can be for everybody. Um, I have another hot take, though. Mm. I think oh. it should. I don't think it should have been in Florida. I think it should have been California. Oh, I think you're absolutely correct. I think that yeah. makes sense. Why? Because um, you're already establishing a place that takes multiple days to do, and you're already charging through the nose to stay at Walt Disney World at any of the other places for four or five days. So combining it with this as a $5,000 upcharge is not a, a good look. And no one's going to go... And no one's going to go just for that. Like, yeah. Well, that was the thing too. Like, well, sorry, but like from a travel agent aspect, they were pushing us to actually sell it as an add-on on top of an already expensive Disney World vacation. No, it was never supposed to be just a vacation itself. It was always supposed to be an add-on. But you can. But you could make a galactic hoopty do an add-on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, you for could. Sure. You, for sure. Yeah, you Nathan could. has been like waving his hand. No, I'm just excited. In excitement to say, like, waiting That's to gonna say the title. Hoop-dee-doo. It's like Galactic Galactic Hoop Doo should be a should be a hashtag that we try to get get trending. Yeah. Um, yes. I, but you know, I was going to hot. I was Dave. I was going to hot take your hot take. I think it would okay. do better in California for sure. I think it would do far better in Tokyo. I, I, oh, ooh, no question. Yeah, they, yeah. They're a slut for theme. No over question. There. But Star Wars is <laughs> but Star Wars is not Star Wars isn't as big there. No, Especially, but it's bigger than Marvel there. It's that's there, true. It is bigger than Marvel. Probably the biggest Disney property true. there beyond cartoon yeah. characters. But then that's you'd true. have to get people to travel to Tokyo from the US. That then it becomes an add-on. Girl, but, that's but, not a problem. We want to go there. We want to go there. <laughs> but can like, we afford the, it? If it were in, make if it, it work. If it were in Anaheim, the the wealthy who could afford it are plentiful nearby you would have celebrities wanting to go because it's in their backyard Mm. they would have gotten a lot more press i think also the marketing for it stunk oh the marketing was really bad bad. like i never saw people yeah i never saw an an ad for it that that made sense to me they were really bad but like if if it were here i think you would have gotten a casual audience because we have so many casual goers to disneyland anyway like pass holders would have gone for yeah. sure here yeah. oh absolutely you know if i don't have to fly to florida and pay, pay that part of the travel expense yeah i would have done it here for sure and it mm. would have made disneyland a multi-day park because that's yeah. what they're struggling with right now yeah. so it could have added to that because i know they so badly want disneyland to move away from the annual pass holder culture they want more people to come in from the outside you could have done it that way yeah. so that's, well, that's a really really good point because they yeah. said the opposite in the earning call that's what they, they said, said the only but girl, re- they don't they, they don't love the annual pass holders. No, that's here. what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's because no, not that part. But I was saying like the only reason they were able to stay afloat was because of Disneyland. Mm. Versus well, see, Disney World. And the only thing that was keeping them afloat is Disney Plus and Lightning Lane. Once again, West Coast is the best coast. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. I mean, period, but <laughs> period. <laughs> sure. I don't live but, there anymore. So yeah. But here's it. but here's my thing, because Nathan, you said that it was expensive to keep it running but is it really expensive to keep it running like i don't understand why they well, keep saying that because it's like an upfront cost well, i understand from, that. it's a hotel it's a hotel it's from and a marketing it, perspective but is it different in cost from other hotels like 
is it really like if we're really looking it is at when, it? It is when all of your custodial services probably need to somehow be actors as well. <laughs> but are they paying well, them to be actors? I have like no, that's the I don't know if custodial they have equity. Well, they yeah. have equity people that really are the main cast. Sure. So mm-hmm. they also have to keep the same people. Well, now I'm just using my marketing. But stuff. that's like 10 but, people, right? So, well, you also have to take into consideration how much everything costs to put all this together and then figure out what is a accurate price point so like but that's what i'm saying it's the upfront construction cost. Right. it's it's more so the and upfront it, cost but i think they were being greedy and, yeah and again it's that it's that you know whatever feasibility study they had that was successful they went into this post covid recession world sticking to that gun and so mm-hmm. that what we'll never be able to see is what the ledger shows like how many bookings do they need for it to break even and you know right. it it probably has well, they weren't even hitting they weren't even hitting 50 no. percent based on what i was told yeah, yeah. well and, and it's so, been dwindling since like how long was it full it was full for like three months three months i think yeah. three to six months yeah and then from that well, point forward we've seen over time it sort was of was that also around the time when they were like experimenting with trying to get more luxury clientele like wasn't that around that time when they were doing mm. that adventures by disney thing and they were like they're still the doing that jet now. and all that shit oh well, the big the big one yeah the big what, yeah the, the one big that goes one, all yeah. around the world that's yeah. twelve to yes. ten thousand dollars a person one that's nuts um well yeah. and that there's a good there's a good example that is they can tout that and not have to have any operational expense until they have to do it you know what i mean like like what i'm spitballing here could galactic star cruiser become something for adventures by disney that they only book it a couple mm-hmm. times a year and staff it a couple times a year and they charge absorbent mm-hmm. amounts yeah more, I mean, right i could see it going the route of art of animation because remember that was that building was just sitting there for a few years <laughs> there yeah there's a if it's a florida staple there's nothing like just leaving a building abandoned <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But this well, is just so soon. Like it just feels really, really. Urban soon. explorers are going to go in there and like, like jobs and cut stuff out in like it's, six months. So, and you know, it's it, it's it's I it, if anything, the, the 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 like, it's very easy to say, "Told you so." It's it's yeah. it's just an easy position to take, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's more interesting to say. This was a massive swing that was a huge risk that didn't pay off. Okay. But it's something, it's a bar of experience that this industry has been aiming at and priming itself for, for decades. Guys, I can't tell you the number of times I've worked on projects that used ideas like this. So to see it actually happen, if I sound like I'm cheerleading for it, it's because I am. Right. Like, it's it, fair. It's, it's so a fair. Whole other, That's the thing. People like, didn't really want to see it fail. Yeah. 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 I it's think sad it's, that it did. Yeah, but my thing is, I'm going to commend the company for that because they took a risk, and and you know what, they learned from it. The statement clearly shows that they learned from it, and it's going to help them in the future. Like the company is built off of mistakes. But did they learn from it, or are they going to limit themselves because of it? I feel like that's the worry because something as big as this, I everybody obviously wanted it to succeed because we want to see more experiences like this. And the more experiences like this that come out, the more affordable it becomes. So I just hope that 
Disney does not see this as a failure, but more so as a, as an opportunity to use this as a lesson to move forward and to create something that is more for the masses. Yeah. Well, I mean, based be on successful. the statement, that's pretty much what they said. They said, yeah, this is, you know, they learned the lesson and they're going to take that feedback and make it more accessible for everyone. So yes, that's what I got from that. it. The creative lessons alone learned for this, take the business side out of it. The creative right. lessons of how to make this machine work with all those storylines and people, you know, that dates back to the t- tests that they did at Disneyland, Legends of Frontierland, the uh, Adventureland Trading Company, all the stuff mm-hmm. they tried, Ghost Post, right? So yeah, all of that, like the lessons learned creatively will absolutely inform future attractions. There's no doubt. So there's, there's, there's a lot to be, there's a lot of, intellectual um uh brain work here and ip if you will creative ip not star wars but but the 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 juice underneath it the 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 way this thing worked uh creatively that will translate and that's the the thing i hope uh, to to sarah's point i hope they take that forward i don't i don't think we're ever going to see a a niche boutique immersive hotel experience again for a very 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 long time because of this and that's the unfortunate thing but if you can create a yeah, Dave, larger weren't you, hotel, weren't you part of the last niche boutique hotel experience? <laughs> space is, <laughs> the, the what? The last space uh, oriented niche boutique hotel experience wasn't that? Well, wasn't that you? <laughs> it's it's Star Trek experience. Oh, I mean, it yeah. wasn't a hotel. Well, I mean, it was at yeah, a hotel. It wasn't a, it was hotel. a hotel. It wasn't really the same because right. it wasn't. You weren't fully immersed the whole time. But I but yeah, I you know. Um, it's it's it to Sarah's point. I think it's a shame that if they take away from this, we can't do highly niche, highly personalized yeah. experiences. The trick now is adapting to the to a business plan that they know is recession and COVID proof because now that has to be, you know, and the, mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those things. I don't in their strategy. I don't think anybody saw coming because at the time, every in 2019, I was working on projects that were very luxury based. But they should have mm-hmm. shifted. Knowing but, what it was, well, but, well, but I mean, it, like he it said, was too it was far along. too too far along. But but then again, it's like okay, wait to open. Like there, there's so many different things that could have been done. All I'm saying is, shout out mm. to you guys because you guys gave me a project to work on for my class this semester, like <laughs> for my risk management class. Shout out to you guys. But like, I think it, there's so many things that could have been done in the first place to yeah. mitigate this. Like it could have mm-hmm. been something successful. Well, but you didn't Disney have to make it a sleepover. Greedy. You didn't have to make it a sleepover if you didn't feel that there was the money for it. That's there something things- that I'm thinking of. You could make it a full day experience where you just right, pay $500 and come yeah. in for a day and, and that's do the same thing every but day. again Disney got thing, greedy, but accessible you know? well, they got I got... yeah, well I don't think that I think this is where it gets weird too right it's like when we say they got greedy I don't think that we're talking about they're getting greedy creatively like I love like multi no 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 financially right financially, no, no, financially. But financially. Also, keep in mind who was CEO at the time so. right Right, but it was happening before him. Yeah, too. this. So let's not. Like, Chapek only came in like right yeah. during COVID. This exactly. was developed under yes. Iger. Oh, not yeah. as defending him, but like it. <laughs> it just. <laughs> but yeah, it could have. It could have been fixed ahead of time that's just that's just me and it's not me dancing on its grave i don't want to do that i think yeah. creatively it was such an amazing and and like crazy thing to to accomplish like we have right. never yeah. seen anything like well, this you're before just talking, you're talking about a b mode you're talking about a soft financially, opening yeah something yeah, smaller I mean, you know hey, all i all, all i can say out. all i can say is we've yet to have a disney escape room and now there's a really themed place I mean, big ass building. <laughs> I am I am cleaning off a couple of credit cards to try to book something to go before it closes. I will mm. tell you that much. Oh, mm. okay, okay. 
I would um, love to hear the the Dave. Loki Cobb. Dave, One if you need I... another person, <laughs> I mean, I can book you. Oh. <laughs> now, here's what like the thing is. I got a credit I, card that's good too. <laughs> like uh, months ago, we talked about I was going to go for work. Actually, a couple of my coworkers mm-hmm. were like, "We should look at this. It's, it's in our wheelhouse." Blah blah blah. And I warned them. I'm like, "If we go, I am fully bounding the entire time. Like, you have to understand, I'm I'm going to be the most lean <laughs> forward of lean forward people. And if you're not down with it, I'm going to go on my own. And and mm-hmm. you guys have your your fun. I'll take your pictures. Everything. I'll do like yeah. I will right. be the background. Like yeah. I'm fine with it. Let's go. One wow. thing that I want to talk about this with it, and this is something that I saw someone talk about. It was either maybe on Blue Sky or Twitter, but I don't know. But the Galactic Star Cruiser story is canon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it's just disappearing. And like only a, a yeah. certain number of people who are fans have had access to this canonic section of the Star Wars saga. Yeah, and then it just evaporates. Well, you just gave defunct YouTube, plan an idea, theoretically, right? <laughs> Did they allow multiple tapings? I mean, you could tape quite a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. There's like been multiple YouTubers who have like full on like hour long. I think the Tim Trackers video was like a couple hours long. Well, they invited also a few of them multiple times, like in yeah. attempts to get more advertising right. out, which I was like, that's dumb marketing. Well, but we can, you can look, and we'll we'll move on, folks. But you know, you can look. <clears throat> At these milestones, I think we can all agree where we were like, mm, you know, AP discounts. The moment that hit, I was like, this thing is like, there is literally the iceberg. <laughs> there is, I was <laughs> like, through I four, just... four corridors. Yeah. We are, <laughs> this is a problem. Um, Man. You know, I was thinking two to five years, though, boats. not a year. Yeah, I gave it crazy. two. I gave it two max. But you I have guess, that. I think so. what, you have soundtrack coming out. You have weird things that I was just like, if you're trying to like make people show up, why are you throwing all of this out there? You know, and right. if they had, I wonder. I do wonder if you, if if it, if the Tim Tracker was able to be like, I am allowed to film in this room and outside, and I can review it there. And it was the solely like, there's no photos. They take your phones. It's the most like hollowed of experiences. Exclusive. In, yeah. Then all of a sudden. Who knows who all goes because it's the only yeah. way. So a, I don't know. A anyway. friend of mine who went. A friend Final of mine. Has, I think friend of mine who went. Has, a friend of mine who went has a really great sort of closing quote in his sort of eulogy for it today. And he works in the industry. He's a buddy of mine. He's like, it's impossible to describe how delightful and emotional the whole thing was for us as visitors, and perhaps that's the problem. You have to see it to understand it, and not enough people could come to see it in time to save it. Hmm. Yeah, that was very well that's a good put. Point. Yeah, yeah. Bar. I, it never really got over that very misleading headlines from the critics early on. It's a six thousand dollars Star Wars hotel. It's like, yeah, no, it's a fifteen hundred dollar a day adventure. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. which is not that bad considering when you put it, it like that, you, right? Fifteen hundred dollars for two days of, of adventure. Like it's still expensive. <laughs> That's rent. Yeah. I'm just saying, well, it's, it's like it's it, fifteen hundred dollars per day. Per day. That's yeah. 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 But still, right? Yeah. But to, okay. So uh, uh to, for four people though. It, so let's right. split that even more. But also, we're right. sleeping on a How much day. do you pay for good good seats at Hamilton? $300 per person. Three to four. Yeah. Girl, how much are Beyonce tickets? Let's look right. at that. And <laughs> that's for an hour-long show. It's one of those things where you, when you really <laughs> look at how much time you're you're spending in that entertainment, it isn't expensive. It's actually yeah. kind of, it's kind of a, it, it's kind of amazing it happened at all, frankly. It's expensive, it's a, but, but it's a good value. 
I think it's just yeah, the the, the economy, the social yeah, like aspects of, of it all. Variables. It, it, it just a lot. It was a lot. So it's unfortunate, but you know, we're glad mm-hmm. that it happened. It was a case study. It, it's 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 beautiful, and I hope that all the cast members find yeah. something. Like yeah. I hope that they get somewhere. Yeah, I hope yeah. they're doing okay for the most yeah. part. Because honestly, that place. They breathed so much life into that place. It was mm-hmm. special. It really yeah. was. For even though we were a little bit, you know, of haters, it was only because we couldn't afford it. That's all. Oh, I, think, <laughs> yeah, I think in the end, if I could afford it, girl, I would have been. Yeah. Yes, Star Cruiser. <laughs> I think the gloating now comes from the fact that I, I think this ended up being sort of the the image at the tip of the spear of Disney's now more expensive than ever. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, when tickets are rising and everything's cheap, you know, everything's more expensive, but you're getting less for your money. And then they come along and they do something like this. I'm not saying that it's a problem. I'm just saying like, you can add that onto the top of that, that mountain. And boy, it's a, it's a convincing argument as we said, uh, you know, in, they in should all the have po- opened it post-election. That's what should have happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> During these times when we're worried about the economy and worried about student loans, y'all should have waited. Yeah. Wait until the Supreme Court decides whether or not I have to pay on, what is it, July 30th or something like that? I mean, yeah. I think that ship has sailed at this point. Yeah. They told us we got to pay up. <laughs> yeah. I know. What a shock. Um. Anyway, we're going to move on to something that maybe is a little cheaper now than it was. Um. And maybe is also a reason that we're about to... Someone's sniffing a recession, possibly. I mean, I'm um, I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. yeah. Disney World is typically doing something in summer that they typically do in spring when it's less busy, which is they're they're selling uh, like discounted bundled pass tickets, tickets, uh, summer mm-hmm. magic tickets, the four park <laughs> magic ticket which there's two different options. There's a four park magic ticket, which is like $400, which to me is not that much of, I don't know. I don't think this is a good deal. Um, you get to go to the parks with no reservations required. The other one is like 229 to 209. Um, yeah. But it's cheaper. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's about $20 cheaper. $58 a day is not, it's really, really good. That's really, yeah, that's pretty great. Actually. That's making me so, think that I want to go, to be yeah. honest. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Like, when you break it down like that, it is actually a good deal. Like, like but to Dave, what Dave said, people talk yeah. about how expensive Disney tickets are. And it's like, okay, but you're going to go spend $25 on a movie. For I'm spending two $25 hours. on a vegan burger. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to eat yeah, once right. in 20 and then minutes. This is like a 10 hour experience that like your kids will remember forever. And it's like mm-hmm. magical. Um, it's a great value. Um, so the, the summer magic ticket is a much better value. And I will be pitching that one to people actually, but that one does require advanced theme park reservations and are, is quote subject to availability. So maybe you can only go on certain days. That's also think- for Florida residents. Yeah, oh, I think it's just yeah. The four day one is the ninety nine dollar a day one is for non Florida, but the fifty eight dollar one is for Florida residents. So Thank if you, somebody Travel lives Asian. in Florida, can I buy it through them? 
I think um, it's I will discuss that ID. with you after this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I knew I was saving my PTO right, days for right. something. Can we just <laughs> I want to acknowledge how the Disney Parks blog, uh, their announcement for this. Of course they use Big Thunder as their main image and then they've got Tron Light Cycle. And then the other they're like, What can we end this article with? What what image will get people here? And they chose um Collie uh, River, Kali River <laughs> Rapids. Uh, I was so blown by that because I forgot like, it was even water open ride. Still. We need a water ride. It's summer, it's hot. Yeah. We need yeah. to like send the message that you're in all the like, times it's not going to be too hot never rode that ride Keep well that you know way. what you, it's a rip roaring minute and a half i feel really? like Can I and it's not say... even rip roaring it's like no. boop boop it's like a little and then boop, you go around a curb and watch some like a logging scene and then you go poof and that's is it like hours here is it like the same like track kind of it's it's it, it uh then grizzly river run yeah not, yeah it's got the same size drop but the track layout's okay. different it's an and it's, it's way shorter and we got yeah, burning like trees at ours ours is based around deforestation very fun it's joyous I mean, time yeah oh but i will say what this actually is this summer deal is actually just pushing people to buy packages it's mm. a trap <laughs> it's a trap to explain explain to people who might not know what, what well, you oh so well, with the summer ticket deal, it's a great deal and it's really situational depending on your family. However, you can't con- combine this with a hotel. And mm. if you have a do a separate hotel that has a deal on it, you oh. can only do one deal really. So they really oh, make man. more and they put the better deals on a hotel package for you, <laughs> which haven't been released for summer yet. So I guarantee you when the summer deals come out for packages, they're going to be better than the actual ticket sale. This Mm. is when I miss being a cast member because I remember when I went in 2021, I think for seven days, I probably it cost me like around five hundred dollars. Wow. For seven days with and I stayed at Coronado. Dang. So, yeah, like, ooh, that was a good day. That was a good deal. Like the cast member discounts are so good. Like that's the part that sucks about looking at the prices now. If you can't be a cast member, maybe you can be a pass holder VIP. And get uh, stuff that is nothing. Uh, Victoria, what what sort of stuff is AP getting offered uh, on a pass holder VIP days? And by that, I mean, what are they asking? Uh, what are they acting like is new and interesting when it's nothing? Man, let me tell you about this figment magnet. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get your magnet. No, hey, but you know they actually, go crazy for those magnets. They are so slut for magnet, I tell mm-hmm. you. But Anything so... free. So they're doing this limited time um, month thing for pass holders now that they've brought the pass holder program back. Um, They're doing it only for June. It's a limited time thing. So pretty much what's going to happen. Oh, sorry. My throat got dry just now. So what's going to happen is you're going to, they've been teasing heavily this freaking figment magnet because, you know, we all go ape shit for figment and then (laughs) you get a special (laughs) you get a limited time exclusive space to rest and cool off with (gasps) dedicated seating i don't it doesn't say where it is i just like the idea that like hey we gave you a room where you can sit and be be slightly cold it's low-key the break room that they took from the cast members i guarantee you one this reminds me of something that i was just talking with someone recently is the lack of seating in all of the parks sure it is such an issue, especially for from an accessibility perspective. I'm sorry. Like, there should just be more benches. I feel like that's on purpose, though, to keep people moving. 
But again, yeah. to your point, that's also an accessibility issue. Um, it's, like, it's why my mom won't go. Mm -hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah. one good thing is the increased discounts. But it's like, I mean, this is actually kind of different. Like, so you can use a discount on certain outdoor kitchens for the Epcot Festival. Mm -hmm. wow. So that's kind of nice. Um, yeah. Pass holder exclusive treats, but you still got to buy them. So <laughs> Every time they, I love I love when they talk about pass holder merch and treats, especially merch. They're like, oh, it's so exclusive. Only a pass holder can get it. And then it's at the outlet for everybody at like 75% discount. Every like time. It's months. at Company D for like $2. Yeah. Every but then time. the end, yeah. Every time. But they oh, go crazy the... for them. I, like, they literally, they will like be pulling these things off of you, like as a cast member. They really do go crazy for that stuff. Even DVC, DVC merch, that's even more wild. Oh my god, they go crazy for oh I I missed one, my bad. The last one was pass holders will also get a chance to capture memories of their latest park visit with two limited time photo ops. It's good. Can we talk about these wow. photo ops though? Can we talk about them? Is one of them the pink <laughs> I didn't one? even see them yet. Is, is it that watercolor one? one? Is it one of the, is yeah, is it the watercolor? No, the watercolor one? one is for everyone. They haven't okay. released anything else about this, but for the, the watercolor one is pretty. Let's talk about the watercolor one real quick. It is a filter from Photoshop from uh, 2002 is what it is. <laughs> I Where are you guys seeing this? I need to see this. It's called the social medias. <laughs> Which oh, you have been off for a while. I'll find yeah. it for you. I'll, I'll find it for you. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to be petty because you don't know what's going on. So yeah. If this doesn't scream recession, if this doesn't scream, please, pass holders, come back to us and save us from the impending recession. I don't That's know what, what does. Oh, how about dining plans? I bet dining plans will do it. Oh, I bet yeah. dining plans will, will, will showcase a recession real nice. Uh, we got <laughs> That's some dining plans. That's what scared me, actually. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the uh, – there's five more big updates for Walt Disney World when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, Victoria, lay out these interesting uh, sort of uh, – I mean, some of these changes are – kind of just reworking the reservation system, uh, adjusting post-COVID, feeling more comfortable. Um, but also, dining plans, y'all. It's it's back. So, All right, so get prepared. This was a long email when I got it, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. So, the, and it's a lot of, like, weird wording. Like, so originally, the first thing is removing theme park reservation requirements for date-based tickets. Immediately, people thought, theme park reservations were gone. This is not the case. So theme park reservations are no longer required for date-based tickets starting January 9th. So a date-based ticket is just a regular ticket, like a regular one-day ticket. Because mm. so that's all it is. Anytime like you have a ticket where you're having to pick the park and you have to pick a date, that's what it is. You don't have to do theme park reservations for it anymore. Um, well, that's nice. Good I mean, it's it kind is of insane to me that that wasn't already there. Like, if, I feel like if you'd you're be surprised how many people showed date, up, it's kind of bonkers that you should have to go make a separate reservation for the ticket that you bought for a specific date. It no, happens so often. That's what I said. But you know, anyway, ain't no one. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that to myself. Ain't no one. So the next opinion, thing, right? come on, listens. come on, Disney, like. <laughs> But um, the next thing is good to go days for annual pass holders and cast members. So in 2024, they're going to have select days for annual pass holders and cast members to visit without needing a park reservation. And once they start it, it's going to happen on a regular basis. Um, it's going to be it's based on days. park. It's, 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 
it's bonus days it's literally just rework bonus days it's i don't understand this because it just really feels like if you this feels like the what were, the flex passes do you remember those that yeah, we had over yeah. at disneyland that's literally what this is like if i feel like if you have had if you had that this is kind of like the same thing i mean pretty much which is ridiculous because i have an inspire key and i can't go into the parks for two weeks look at me paying for nothing thank you disney yeah <laughs> but you bought it though i did yeah <laughs> let me take the l who's a fool now yeah yeah consumerism the big got one, um is the dining plan is coming back um i can't tell you how many clients i had to ask me if this is coming back so it's coming back but there's only going to be two versions of it coming back um it's the quick service plan and just a regular dining plan um you can start putting that to your packages next week when 2024 bookings come out um this one was weird because we already knew this but if you're staying at a disney resort um you get early entry into the parks depending on the park and the day and if you're staying at a deluxe or deluxe villa you get extended evening hours so they just confirmed that that's going to continue in 2024 and they're gonna simplify disney genie plus and based on what it sounds like it just sounds like it's gonna be a paid fast pass plus to me so the end smart <laughs> probably should have tried i that like the how first they time, give disney. us nothing but they're trying to make it seem like they're giving us something oh, like always. yes bitch give us nothing give us no. nothing give us recycled bullshit like this yeah. is stuff that should have been here like this is stuff that was here before the pandemic like this isn't anything crazy i mean yeah. better late than never i guess yeah, yeah let's not complain they we might take went, it away again yeah we all went through a global <laughs> crisis i think we all got a little crazy we all did things we, we regret so you know yeah it's okay. true it's very right. true speaking very true. of things that aren't old uh and aren't going to look very new um sara tokyo disney what's going on they're breaking um, some serious ground you, you know, you're making you know us look said, like bitches over here is what they're doing. Always, always. I mean, always, they don't have to do always. much though to make nope. us look like bitches. <laughs> exactly, because nope. earlier before we started this, Janine was saying, "Oh, like, what is Tokyo Disney doing?" And we're like, "It's just great. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's fantastic." Tokyo Disney is just always that girl, never misses, is always doing what they're supposed to do. Um, so but Tokyo- you know what's crazy? It's because Disney doesn't really have a lot of control over it. It's yep. Oriental Land Company. And Shout out to crazy. the Oriental Land Company shout out to you guys actually running things um so tokyo disneyland officially um they broke ground on their space mountain it's a 400 million dollar renovation um that's set to be finished in 2027 um they just had the ceremony and it's pretty exciting if you guys have seen the concept four year renovation yeah girl it's 400 million dollars that's yeah. a lot. It's not a renovation. That's tearing it down and rebuilding uh, it. And they, they Basically. Kind, they kind of are. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. I want everyone to go look at the concept art the concept because it looks beautiful. fantastic. Um, yeah, I think I have, I have, I think my friend Luke is creative lead on this. He uh, was the lead on Star Trek experience way back in the day and cool. in, uh, in uh, Vegas. But he, most recently he did um uh, a pirate Shanghai, like was his big project. So oh, wow. he's a, he's a superstar mm. there and super sweet guy. And, but this, I saw this rendering. I don't think he painted it, but I, I, I saw this rendering and I went, I think this is his aesthetic. So I think he's in charge That's of awesome. futuristic stuff in, in the, in the Tokyo portfolio. Well, it um, looks in, in, in a little bit, this, this new kind of Tomorrowland look for space mountain in Tokyo reminds me a little bit of Shanghai's Tomorrowland as well. Yes. There's, there's some, yes, this, it, this is what we want our Tomorrowlands to look like in the states, and we don't get it. 
right yeah. and there's it, it, tokyo's tomorrowland is as as what is as dated as what mm-hmm. um florida used to be before they did the the 90s overlay with all this sort of um steampunky ish kind of accents yeah. um it, it it's it's white and blue concrete it's fairly stale um so this is pretty great i mean tomorrowland's always a problem because tomorrow's always, always. changing so the the fact that they're leaning into a more sort of sci-fi milieu is like they did in shanghai is the right way to go um but the, the thing i can't get over is it's probably not going to be even the same size. Like they're showing a, a a building that is the same language as Space Mountain, but they're also not showing us anything behind it. And if you mm-hmm. look at if you look at the uh, uh, the park on Google Maps, um, behind Space Mountain is a little sizable little plot of land, and the Pinocchio parking lot, which they could easily turn into a structure, which they've already done. They built a mm-hmm. ton of parking structures on lot to make up for lose it for expanding the parks so i bet this is going to be something bigger and the rumor is that it might be the guardians of the galaxy ride system Hmm. meaning a rotating launch with lots more special effects version of space mountain and nathan when you and i rode guardians that's what we said it's like this is air apparent this is the modern air apparent to space mountain yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean it literally it literally is space mountain for 2023 like it, it, it i mean it legitimately is star fields and you running around it, and it, and and if the history of of uh of um the japan parks is any any indication they look at the new ride systems coming out of everywhere and go we want one of those but spend more money on it right yeah. like tower of terror well and they can't do it with marvel because no one's interested in guardians they don't like so. marvel there yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and they're not just changing um, space mountain itself they're also changing the tomorrowland plaza yeah. so they're doing they're not just like half-assing it and giving us well pretty building but the rest is still stale like they're really doing a complete Are you telling overhaul me they're not just painting uh walls they're not giving us the landlord colors? special no they're no. giving us the landlord special <laughs> <laughs> no. they're giving us Man. more nothing has been more tomorrowland walt disney world did the 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 landlord really special for the last uh, i mean it so is this is this is telling in in the press release. It said something about this entirely new Space Mountain attraction will maintain its original concept as an indoor roller coaster, but will have enhanced performance mm-hmm. and immersive special effects that will give guests even more thrills. So that to me is like, oh, this isn't your father's Space Mountain. This is something else. Yeah. yeah. And for it to take four years, they have to be doing something it's on the inside. Something, right. million just for the outside does not make sense. It's definitely something in the interior. Yeah, it's not just new track, which is what we got in in California. That only (laughs) took like two years. And Tell your friend to spill the tea secretly. I I tried. Without breaking any NDAs. He he (laughs) couldn't tell me. Oh. What if I give him some Girl Scout cookies? (laughs) Girl, he's not tripping. (laughs) He's in Tokyo Disneyland. I Um, guarantee you they don't got Girl Scouts in Tokyo. Yeah. That's true. But the, Tokyo does it every time. Always killing, always hitting, just doing the best. They bring um, it. They bring it to the ball every time. Every time. They really yeah. do. You know, Bob Iger, I, like, he should be looking at someone from over there to be CEO. They need to bring someone from over there like, to come here and figure things out and get this ship running. But they don't want to spend money. Mess. You're confused. You're, you're confused. <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm confused. sure someone... You don't think someone would take that as an opportunity to come run Disney like over on like 
the mainland or whatever. Oh, like I, I feel would, like they would totally it, do it. If you gave, also I would consider, like the Oriental Oriental Land Company to buy all of Florida if I had my way. Like, if you talk to people in countries that don't have gun violence, the United States is like, I'm never going there. Yeah, they don't want to. Can't there. pay me. Like, I have family in Norway. They're like, we're not. Yeah, I, mean, nope. I personally wouldn't go, but you yeah. know, like that's and, and that's a country that doesn't travel here anyway. They're like they, 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 it's it's their they 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 do a lot of inter- travel inside their own country. They travel to Korea a lot. Maybe really? they come to Disneyland. Yeah, it, yeah they're US happy. Travel why, is, why come here? U.S. travel is not a <laughs> not a primary destination. Like I think the biggest international destination for Tokyo residents or uh, Japanese people is um, Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, th- I think that they they're fine with their own plot of land and keeping on their incredible track record. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's a different culture, especially in they make all their money in merch there. So mm-hmm. it, it, the merch sales there, and we've talked about this before. Not the, expensive. The, the, it's amazing. The per, no, the per cap spending there is like three or four times what it is even on vacation spending here in in Florida. Um, so it's like it, it's mad mad cash there. They're yeah. literally looking at us like, ew. Yeah. Stay over there. Literally like. <laughs> no, for real. They're like, yeah. ew. <laughs> no, but they're polite about it. They're like, no, oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, no thank you, Annabelle. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thanks. Annabelle. No, thank Keep you. it over there. Keep it yeah. over there. Yeah. Don't come to us. Um, but moving on from amazing Tokyo Disneyland, we come back to the the crappy United States. Suing is just, no, you know one of our favorite things to do yeah. um so the former oh my god i you know you would think that we would be done with shapek but he just seems to be coming back like a bad he's just, penny he's just yeah, but there he's not, but but no he's not coming back i mean this is this is sideshow bob in the conversation. every time that guy turns around he hits a rake like this is it's sideshow bob yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it, all the information we get now is well, JPEG is, you know, the thing that he was interested in is closed, or this thing is closed, yeah, or he's sad. being sued. Um, I no. told y'all I felt bad for him. Yeah. Like, I Technically, really it's not just him being sued. Yeah, it's not Look, just him. But... Daddy Snorbucks <laughs> is fine. Don't worry about Daddy Snorbucks. Wait, what did you call him? Daddy Snorbucks. 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 That's, yeah. that's hilarious. You Thank know what you. my favorite thing is that we speculated about him is his, um, he probably has a random collection. I remember us talking about that, that he probably collects spoons or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like doll. Maybe he can solve them now to fund this um this lawsuit. But anyway, back to the actual lawsuit. Um, So the lawsuit alleges that Shapek and other executives did not properly disclose the state of Disney, specifically Disney Plus's um, projected numbers for subscribers and the company's overall health in the streaming industry. Um, The art, the, Excuse me. The Variety article goes on to say that while the company's stock has continued to take major hits over the past months, it's not it is not an outlier in the entertainment industry, which has seen studios struggling to penetrate the streaming space. As we all know, streaming is a hell hole. It is literally some place that you throw a shit ton of money at and hope for the best. Um, and Disney Plus has not really been doing so hot. Um, and essentially, this lawsuit is just saying, like, you guys lied to us. Disney Plus sucks. That's the gist of it. I mean, and to be fair, they got a good case because they did, in fact, omit a lot of stuff that they probably should have told their shareholders. So, yeah, and Disney Plus does kind of suck. So, I mean, 
Yeah. The concept is there, you know. I think it, Disney Plus could work. It just they really overshot it. Like it could have really just been one of those like stayed at that six ninety nine like streaming service that you open every once in a while. But they mm-hmm. were just doing too much. They need mm-hmm. to fund those million dollar Marvel shows that they keep coming out with every freaking week. So yeah, we all love look look we're all well, i mean they said they're gonna slow down on that now <laughs> yeah. so i mean i mean we're re-watching hawkeye every day well, me and falcon <laughs> the winter soldier we're just, we're just watching these you shows WandaVision? <laughs> you know what can i say something i know everyone likes wandavision and I, I think it's the most creative and the most interesting of the batch except i did like loki quite a bit but loki um, that last episode was a mess to me uh for one. loki no, 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 for WandaVision. Oh, for like when they started um, giving us that Disney Channel movie fight scene, I was very confused. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing about uh, WandaVision is uh, I think it's got a better reputation than it deserves. But that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. But those first episodes were great. Well, yeah, like, when... they were like their own thing. Yeah, yeah. they were. It was were very great. creative. Um, Yeah. So he's getting sued. That's great. We love it. Not that's great. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure, people, you know, he deserves it. Sure. I mean, the company as a whole is getting sued too. Yeah, I just think it's funny. It's okay. Settled. It's a billion um, dollar. I mean, they'll be fine, but like, I mean, all of them will be fine. They're just gonna settle. But... Right. Exactly. Yeah. But let's talk more about how Disney Plus kind of stinks and what Disney's trying to do to fix that. Dave, there are several things that Disney is currently doing. Um, uh, some that make a lot of sense and then others that I it's a new trend for companies in the streaming realm. Um, What's going on? Uh, The first big thing is that Hulu is going to be merged into Disney plus, which um, uh, uh, Disney plus Hulu and ESPN will all still be available as standalone subscriptions, but for bundle subscribers, Hulu will show up as a tab inside Disney Plus. That's, That's so uh, weird. That it's weird, but it should be the other um, way around. It, you know, this is about advertising. That's mm-hmm. that's the only difference between Hulu and everything else is they 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 can put a lot of ads on it, right? It's a freemium. Um, uh, so I, I I'm not surprised they did this. Um, uh, I think this was probably in the plan all along because they've also been sniffing around buying it out outright, right? Are they they or did did they? I knew they were. Thinking I think of they're working it. on it. They're working. Oh, yeah, on it. I was going to say that they not. Um, no, it's still they're the majority shareholder, I believe, but they're looking hmm. at buying it out entirely. Um, well, wait, uh, I'm confused then because if they're going to do that, then why are they raising the ad prices later this year on Disney Plus? Because they can. Mm-hmm. Why not? Fair. For fun, you know. Because mm-hmm. they have five billion dollars in debt to get to get out of. Because they. Um, they, the, the, you know, the wild west of streaming. Oh my God, we own the platform. We own all the channels. Let's make everything in the world. It didn't quite work out for them. Uh, yeah. uh you know, and, it hasn't it worked started... out for anyone yet. How many, no. No, for nobody, right? How many <laughs> of us watch Turner and Hooch, the series? No one. I don't even know what that I is. Don't even know what that <laughs> I recognize a, like right. three things on that list. There was a, there was a, there was a, there was a Tom Hanks, uh, movie in where he was a, a buddy cop movie where his, mm-hmm. His, his sidekick was a big slobbery dog called Turner Hooch, and they said, "Let's Surprise make that hit. into a TV show." Yeah. Why? Oh, is that the Why? one with Josh Peck? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God, he was in a movie. No, he. No, it's no, gonna, he's going to be in a series. show. Anyway, yeah. that's that's oh, one of not, the. Other let us not forget that this series, of course, uh, made it canon in the Turner and Hooch verse uh, that Tom Hanks is dead. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Wait, not, that, not that it's funny that he's dead, but it's funny that there's a there's a what do you call it? The Turner and Hoochver the Hoochverse. The the Hoochverse, yes. Yeah. The Hoochiverse. The Hoochiverse. Not the Hoochiverse. Well, I like I the Hoochiverse. That, that the fact that they're merging is is a kind of a small announcement compared to the other big news mm-hmm. on Disney Plus and Hulu, and that they are pulling dozens of original titles that have been there since day one programming. And a lot mm. of them are ones that I read and went, eh, okay, no big deal. But there's certain things like, like Howard Earth, like Howard was a big one that like little bit is coming out now and they're getting rid of the documentary about Howard Ashman. That's fantastic. Like what? Yeah. Before pride uh, month, a, before pride month, before pride month, bad, <gasps> bad call. Um, but like, I wish earth to Ned was better, but, uh, I'm not going to miss it. It was a, it was an interesting format, but it wasn't great. The world according to Jeff Goldblum was a one note show that I ever mm-hmm. thought really was very good. Um, Willow, I loved, but I understand why it didn't hook people and they're not going to do another one. So why bother? Um, but yeah, a lot but of this, the Benedict, the mysterious Benedict society, I didn't watch it and, and find whatever. Didn't it yeah. have like three seasons? Like, yeah, it did. It was a, yeah, it did. Well, I have a decent following, like mm-hmm. from and, what I see on Twitter. Right, and fairy tale weddings. Yeah, I think that has something to do with. I think that has something to do with the the unfortunate passing of one of the hosts. Oh, Oh. right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, and then over on Hulu, you have non Disney stuff like Dollface and Why the Last Man, which is a great comic book, but I didn't love the show. Yeah, the show's awful, but the concept is good. The concept's great, and the and the comic it's based on is fantastic. Um, Mm. Oh, check that out. Oh, it's great. Uh, Love in the time of Corona. Best in Snow, Best in Dough, which are just reality, you know, competition shows. Yeah. Um, like Man, I, I need to watch more TV. I only I, just no, watch Jersey don't. Shore on Hulu. All this is junk. <laughs> I mean, a lot of this, uh, I'm not surprised. I am very surprised by things like Howard, which is just, come on, that's a legacy mm-hmm. thing. Just leave it on. Yeah, but, absolutely. But I can't help but feel that all these cancellations, all these removals, and all the platforms are doing this. They're removing it so they don't have to pay um, right. Any, any anything else, but it's also so they can license it elsewhere, right? Oh yeah, like, half the stuff's going to show up on freebie. Like, it'll, yeah, Magic right. Camp is just a movie. Like, it's not connected to Disney, really. It's just a thing. Yeah. But do you guys think that, that this is because of the writer strike? Are yes. they just like preemptively just canceling? I believe it's part of it. Yeah, I think it's part okay. of it. I think it's part of it. It's 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 the uh, the bigger issue is again five billion dollars in debt. They need to get the, mm-hmm. get out of that. And, yeah. and w- this is penance, though. Like. They weren't really paying a lot to keep them on there. Um, uh, yeah. So it's it's a weird one to me. I still, I don't know enough about the streaming industry. I know that people don't make shit in terms of residuals anyway. So why bother really with don't. this? But um, but I don't know. I, I it, 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 it smells like that. The, the strike could be part of it, but a lot of it is just, they need to show something to the board. They need to show something to the shareholders that they're trying to uh, um, slim down, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think- and besides Howard, which I'm going to put off to the side, um, the rest of it is fodder. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe yeah. Willow has its, its its very specific. But it reminds me of Willow falls in the category of, like, the Dark Crystal show. It's, like, these weird, so niche, niche. that you're, like, yeah. you know, right. it's only for a first slim audience. Out. Yeah. It's, yeah. Why are you so shocked that it's? It's not that big of a talk. I, but... I didn't even know about any of these shows that are on this list. Like, right. well, literally, there's like Day Fairy Tale Weddings, Imagineering Story, Howard. Yeah. yeah. Wait, the Imagineering Story is gone too? No, it's stuck. I believe. 
Oh, it's staying? I thought it's I saw it was leaving. Nope. I was gonna say, no, that's, people that's a bit much. Yeah, okay. But it feels like all these mergers and like the whole streaming industry, it's just, it's really just giving Dish Network right now um, or Spectrum TV. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like that's Spectrum what we're doing. TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys had Dish Network, but we had that over here in Southern California. But um, like, it's starting to really just feel like cable TV with everything just merging. Like, and mm-hmm. the prices are crazy. Yeah, so, it's, we're going we're back cable. to the same model. We're yeah. going back yeah. to the same bundle we really model are. as cable. It really sucks. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm but, over it. But again, that's because each of the studios went, oh, if we control the pipeline, we control everything, we can make our own money, screw those cable networks, and now they're eating crow. Right. So so it, it's just cyclical. We're going yeah. back. To, like, I have, for the first time in a long time, I thought, am I just going to go back to cable? I haven't had cable for five years, but. Yeah. Go I, back. What's even on cable? Go, yeah, go back to thought. cable. Um, uh, just go to, just get a hotel room for one night and watch cable for five minutes and you will be reminded <laughs> yeah. why you don't own cable. Why I don't have it. Yeah. You're probably, yeah. You're probably, but I wonder yeah. what the what? next stage is, what? is going to be. Yeah. Rachel Maddow and, and, uh, uh, some of that programming, <laughs> it's just podcast the next day anyway. So the new stuff is already available in a different yeah. area. You don't, there's no, there's no need. There's no point. There's no need. Um, Yeah. We'll see. What but happens. what's next for streaming? Like, I feel like that's the question. Like, what? I mean, what's the next thing this? is they're going to keep bouncing the Harry Potter franchise to different oh, fucking no. streaming services. Well, don't worry. You're going to be able to tell an AI exactly what you want to watch, and it's going to create it for you in a second. That's the oh, God. Oh, Lord. That's the hope. How fun. Um, let's talk about other <laughs> scary things. Um, the second Haunted Mansion trailer dropped, and Yay. I think we can yes! all agree. This, is this going to be a good movie? Is this actually I a good movie? Fix- I didn't. Well, it's looking good. Mason, it looks. To me. It looks good. Listen you need to, to watch it, Janine. I actually. This happened. Like, it has no choice but to be good. What yeah. can be I mean, worse? <laughs> first of all, Justin Simeon is amazing. I loved yes. Dear White People. I loved Bad Hair. Like it, 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 he's an amazing director who can balance. Bad Hair proves he can balance scares and laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and really well. And uh, I, that trailer made me go, "Oh, we're actually going to get." some scares out of this like i think it is pg-13 too yeah no, yeah. it is like i looked yeah. through that whole trailer a good and, five times and the amount and, of lore that mm-hmm. he put oh. in that bitch is it, <gasps> i think Danny. Candleman is in it the, the Candleman's in it the, the uh tiffany haddish being dragged around in the chair that looks like a doom buggy yeah was great um they they uh the hatbox ghost looks amazing so good hey all is forgiven that it's voiced by jared leto i don't care because they they filter his voice so much it's not about him yeah but they're but they've given him a name like if you look at the cast if you look at the cast listing on amdb he's called alistair crump oh cool oh i think we're getting i think we're getting madame leota's backstory right madame leota is jamie lee curtis um but the cast is incredible. Keith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. Roz, Roz, Rosario Dawson, <laughs> Winona Ryder. Um, evidently, there are cameos from people like Dan Levy Hassan and Minaj? Hassan Minaj. Yes. So, yep, he's in it. Um, Do we know the runtime? How long uh, is this movie? Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet okay. No. Probably it has two. to be long. I want two and a half hours. No, I don't want two and a half long. hours. I want to. No, I just realized I a, that comes out after Barbie. Yeah. Wow, we're if getting I could fed. get a tight ninety, I I would. I, any I movie that be, no, be a this tight looks ninety, amazing. Doesn't it look great? I was I am very surprised. So hyped! I just saw his song. Yeah. Oh, the the he's in the end scene. The the sketch artist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh it's my god, song. that scene is so funny. 
Like it was yeah. so good. And I love that they're giving it some some Bayou Louisiana New Orleans flavor, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the 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 spirits of it. And yeah, I, I you know, as a diehard Haunted Mansion fan, um, and not a huge fan of the Eddie Murphy film. I don't know anyone that is. No. Um, but frankly, mm. I would have seen any Haunted Mansion movie at this point just because I like the Haunted Mansion. I'm sort of the same way about Tron. But this made me go, wait a minute, maybe other people will like this. That was my reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks I'm amazing. determined that this will be good because I love it too much. Yeah. Need we us were all, definitely need, worried. Need us all remind ourselves though. I just want to just for a second. I want to be realistic here. All right. <laughs> I was saying the same thing about Jungle Cruise. And who, I, I hate Jungle Cruise. Wait, I, no, I, Jungle Cruise. Movie. I didn't hate it. That. I'm just saying from a cultural connect like oh, it from didn't a light, connect. it didn't it didn't do anything. They keep talking about a sequel, but like, you know, yeah. there's these these big oh, are they gonna do the Haunted Mansion now that the movie's big? It's like we'll see if it connects. We'll see if my it big thing is I mean Pirates what? did well. My big thing One, is yeah. there's well, no though. big there's no big international stars in it. That's the part that concerns me. I don't know mm-hmm. how it's going to do overseas or if they even care because it's not a huge budget. It was this was only like the the internet says it's probably about 150 million, which is nothing. That's mm-hmm. nothing. So, Wait, Danny DeVito wasn't considered international. Not big. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate to say, but like I don't think he's he's as big outside of the the U.S. Like so, he's the he's done a lot of like seen Matilda. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> no. No. I would consider Matilda. That's a crime. <laughs> but I think I think even though it doesn't have the international appeal, I think a lot of the people that are in it are still very exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because Lakeith Stanfield, like that's he's so, he's just showing how versatile he is by being in a Disney movie. I think that that's he's awesome. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He, the, yeah. The, he's amazing in Atlanta. I love. We loved him in Get Out. So of good. Course. And mm-hmm. Judas in the Black Messiah. It was incredible. Like so he's good. awesome. I love him as the lead. I I I'm excited to see him do something more comedic. Frankly, mm-hmm. um, and he's that one scene was really funny where he was like, "It's two thousand dollars." He's like, "Give me the address." Like it was, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it was good. Right. And Timothy and T- Tiffany Haddish is going to bring the slapstick. We know what yeah. she's going to bring. She's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen Wilson. I'm interested what his role is. Very intrigued by Owen Wilson. Rosario like, Dawson very... is. Yeah. I have a huge crush Beautiful. on Rosario Dawson. Yes. Dawson. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I just this this whole cast makes me go, I. I'm yeah, more into this even than the I kid. To be. Yeah, yeah, like the even kid the kid fun. was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does that. Is this doesn't going... he say like, what at one point? And it's just yeah. he does it really well. It's just like yeah. really funny. Is yeah. this going straight to Disney Plus or no. is it going no, to theaters? theaters? Theaters. Oh, theaters. they're putting this in theaters. They, they need a summer movie. It. They don't. I mean, beyond. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is coming out for them. Um, Elemental. Elemental but is they're not promoting Elemental at all. And Little Mermaid, but that's not really summer. It's early summer. That's yeah, that's and that's next week. That's just going to be a nostalgia banger. It's going to make tons of money no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And we will talk about that um, next time. I'm sure people will see my, it. For my sure. my body is ready for that one. I, I already have my. I got my I tickets. Have three tickets. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> I I cannot wait to to hear Halle Berry sing uh, all of those songs. She's so great. Like so, uh, I'm I'm gonna let y'all wait. know the soundtrack's already out in New Zealand. Is it? So Ooh, yeah, it's already out in New Zealand. Oh, but I hold on, hold on. The well, best I don't give a fuck. Part... I'll listen to it. <laughs> Wait, Victoria, did you see? Did you see who she broke up with? Allegedly, allegedly. The world oh, is healing. The oh. earth is flourishing. The you earth is actually... healing. The earth is healing. Who was she, she dating? 
Ugh, some like they said no on Twitter, one. an E list rapper. Literally nobody. A nobody. Garbage. No- He's garbage. She deserves better. He's so trash. He literally tweeted out, I haven't seen the original Little Mermaid. Should I watch it? Like before the premiere? Uh, like, how dare you try to take the- that away from her? There were two social media clips from the premiere that I thought were really great. One was when she met um Jody Benson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who was the yes. singing voice and, and voice for her. And it was this, we didn't hear what they were saying, but when you look at their body language and their faces and their adoration for each other, it was just one of those moments where I'm like, oh, this is such a good baton passing mm-hmm. for, for that, for it that really role. Is. And then, and then the other, there's tons of clips of her on the red carpet, meeting all these little black girls in the audience and getting autographs and like, ah! it and just made me the, so happy yes and seeing all the um different people who were invited to the red carpet bringing their their daughters their black daughters to yeah. see this movie yeah. like Beautiful. um yes Did you it guys was, see it was like, amazing jody was taking a picture with i think like her daughters and then like a little black girl dressed as ariel wandered out and they were like come over here and take a picture oh, with us mm-hmm. and it was so sweet and the mom was freaking out and, and i cried can and, we talk oh. also about can we talk also about the very heavy heavy subtext of of ariel as a character being a woman of color singing about all of this wanting to be part of your world like this is a big deal this is way beyond just a princess looking for a prince this is insane how they've weave how they've woven this into a larger cultural conversation and it's gonna i think it's gonna it's gonna be the thing that people pick at more than anything but i think it's gonna be beautiful to watch as a story i'm really interested to see how they kind of because i i know that they want to essentially do this colorblind casting but i really really hope that they like point at those like certain things like i want them to not ignore the fact that she's black yes like i don't want that to be ignored i want it to be addressed in the movie i want there even if it's like like you said little subtext i want us to be able to see that and pick it up and be like i get that like i understand that yep i think hopefully we see that well based on the novelization it seems like that'll be the the case the what wait The, the what Excuse me. The novelization, the novel. of the movie. Yes, Han, they got Hans Christian Andersen back. They got him. <laughs> no, it sounds but... dumb, but like when you actually read it, you can see the subtle changes they made to the story that actually like makes it better. That's why really? I got the book. They made it a YA novel for today's audience. Then, basically, oh, okay. based on the movie. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll I see. I'm very pleased when, at the very least, uh capitalist nostalgia cash grabs can at least bring representation i think that's important too so yes. we'll see i think i'll end up win. saying it <laughs> a win is a win you're right that's what yeah, it win is. is a win we'll take it so anyway wait are we going to talk about guardians did y'all see it oh we probably should i don't uh, want to talk too much uh, we, we i a long episode, saw but... it i i did i mean Janine and i saw it together as our final florida trip oh Oh, love that for you guys. Very on brand for like us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the love. They put the theme of eugenics in there real heavy. Uh, Yeah. I, I, uh, I. uh, It's it's falling into a very small category of movies where I can go. I appreciate what this is. I understand why it's really good. I'm probably never going to watch this thing again. Like it's too much. I think that uh, it does it very well, but 
the first two – look, I try to remind myself of two things. One, the first movie begins with his mom dying of cancer on screen. So it's not like – it's not like Guardians is not – It's not like it's a – it's like a plot twist. It doesn't shy that's away. Heavy. Right. It's not like – it's not like they're not game to go in these directions. I'm not suggesting that. But at the same time, you could watch them as kind of fun Sunday afternoon movies and it's like a thing it, you could – I can't watch this one as a Sunday afternoon it, movie. It, it was pretty no heavy. I mean – to be fair, that is comic accurate in a way. So I will give it yeah. that. It, it, but it, uh, yeah. it's heavy. It's, it's heavy. Real heavy. It's heavy. I'm glad it's Rocket's story, to be sure. honest. Um, that moment, not no spoilers, but that moment when she says, but not now. Mm. Like, I, I haven't cried that hard in a movie in a long time. Yeah. And it's because you're an animal lover and you know what his, what his backstory is and you know yeah. how how painful yeah. his identity is to him. You yeah. know, it, it's, I I get why people don't like it. I, or at least are like your opinion, Nathan, like I never watch, watch, watch it again. I have a friend who's a, you know, um, very sensitive to animal abuse who, mm. who hated it. And I get, I absolutely 100% understand why I think the story they tell is still great. Yeah. In spite of that. Um, oh, absolutely. But, but I also love that. It's not only his story. I love that it's Mantis's story. I love mm-hmm. that Mantis sort of saves the day, and mm-hmm. the fact that she gets to go off as the the queen of these two toothy dragons, the the, the big sloppy <laughs> roly boys, like that made that. me so happy seeing them go off. And I'm like, I want to watch that show. Yeah, yeah. She finally yeah. found her voice, and yeah, she, did. Yeah, yeah, she, she really did. did. I I saw the movie last night, and it was very very heavy. Like there were a lot of scenes that were hard to watch for sure. As, as being <laughs> yeah. like an animal lover, it was yeah. there was so, like that t- the scene with the turtle. And like when he, you know, does his oh, thing, yeah. like, it was rough. Like I got scared. Like there, like there were yeah, some it's parts rough. where it was, it's yeah. rough. But overall, I loved the movie. I loved the themes of the movie. I, th- I like the whole thing about chosen family and yeah. like friendship and like the way that they kind of went so far to save Rocket. Like Rocket was always my favorite out mm. of all the Guardians. So just seeing his backstory, like I was in there cr- and I saw it by and myself. I- I was crying. And a truly, (laughs) just truly, truly despicable villain. Like a really solid villain. You can't see. Yeah. A really satisfying villain. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Like, his reveal and stuff like that movie said oh we want we want that temple of doom like rating we want (laughs) we're just gonna we're just we're gonna remind you that what a pg-13 movie can do because yeah because parents have been like oh yeah let's go take him to the new spider-man how did they get the happy meal over the little mermaid i know that doesn't make any sense no zero like there's no way i'm letting my 10 year old watch that Bro, yeah. I had to warn a friend of mine because she was like, "We're gonna go see it." I was like, "Maybe don't take your ten year old to go see <laughs> no. this." No. no, that 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 thirteen at the end of the rating means something, right? Oh, like, it means something this time. I promise you, it right, means right. something. I mean, overall right. though, I feel like it was a good way to round out the. It was a satisfying trilogy of movies. It was. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not seeing that ending. third one for a while. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. But the it, the villain was so good, and it was so different for Marvel because typically you you can understand their motivations. Yeah. This one is just an asshole. No, he's like a, he's, he's, he's just awful. a piece of shit. Like yeah. yeah, like nothing good about him. And I'm glad well, that they went that route. And and I don't think this is a spoiler. Like his reason for despising Rocket uh, is so internalized for him, and so like you know, it's it's not a grand plan. It's no. 
it's, it's personal. It's how it's dare yeah, yeah, how dare you be smarter than me? Which is a really yeah. small, much more personal, much more interesting thing. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think that I, my only problem with the movie in general is uh, from a from a plot standpoint and a structure standpoint. I know why you need to have Rocket kind of in a coma for the majority of the movie, and yeah. you, you kind of get Rocket via flashback for the majority. Yeah, uh, I it. If, um, I, it's one of those he things was so where, cute, though. Uh, yeah, I, it's one of those things where I feel like you could have made the story work where he has a problem and then they're going to fix it and they and they bring him back, but he's super weak, but he yeah. can be kind of with the group and he can still be doing his kind of remembering stuff yeah. when he's by himself. But this made the stakes so high. I feel yeah. like with him being well, out too, like because a, there were times where yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if he's going to no, make it. It, it right. is a movie that legitimately. I mean, not really Groot because Groot's already died once. Uh, but there is a moment where they cut off Groot's head, and you're like, yeah. "Okay." But like every that single, was kind of weird. <laughs> every single yeah, guardian yeah, that was weird. has a moment where you're like, I, "I don't, I don't know if they're gonna make it out of this yeah. way." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They legit. I mean, every single one of them, and even one the, where I was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna." The, we're gonna the funny do thing that. is, and the, the animal, the animal visuals, like you mentioned, the turtle scene and all that. I kind of like. I'm a huge animal lover too, but I kind of went past it only because you go, "It's a comic book. This, these are aliens." Well, it gets not, all morphy and weird. Yeah, it's all morphy and weird, and not and mm-hmm. not and you not don't like know. The, yeah, no, and, and you don't really know the characters. The part that hit me was when they gave themselves names. Yeah, I no. know. Like, yeah. Wait, no, don't don't make me love them because of their. Stop it! I know no, it's this all is about, headed. It, it's all about Sky. Sky it killed me. It that's yeah. whole scene. Yeah, that part, that's... yeah. It was a shock. Like it was like a it was a real like oh my gosh I can't believe that happened. But <laughs> and you kind of see it. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil yeah. it. But there's a shot in the trailer, and 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 I was like okay this is probably later on in the movie because they seem pretty happy. And then it happens in the sad part of the movie, and I'm like oh no like these yeah. things ain't gonna make it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean like, it yeah. just fucked yeah. me up because it's like I knew what was gonna happen going into this, mm-hmm. yeah. and it still fucked me up. Well, yeah. like, and I, I, like, I was prepared to be fucked up, and I was right. still like, "Gosh, <laughs> same, we had same. we had sort of a pallor uh, at Disney Springs after the film where we were just sort of like, <laughs> okay, well, let's go shopping, and we we're just kind of like Ooh, for like an hour because it's just I had to go to bed. Like yeah, I really had to take myself out for the night because. It just, it was a lot, but I, but I hope Bradley Cooper got his check. It was well-deserved. Like it was just, yes. it was yeah. such a good performance from everybody involved. And, you know, Chris Pratt is there, but you know, we can move on from that. <laughs> he did a good job. He, he did a good job. Did. He will always do a good job. It's just yeah. the politics are, well, yeah. I still can't believe Vin Diesel gets paid that much to say I fucking, I am Groot. Yeah. I think he Not says it every time. Groot. He says it every time. He, he has... says a lot. He gives, yes, I yeah. think, of well. What, I'm gonna Google it because I googled it earlier, and I was like, "Ain't no way he makes this much." He, and all he says, "I am Groot. We are Groot, and love you." But he does it so well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has intention behind each one. I, from what I remember, he writes out the dialogue for what he's saying in that moment. So yeah. he makes fifty-four no, he million every yeah. time. The joke of the joke of everyone knowing exactly what he's saying really worked this yeah, time. It's great. Yeah, it was great. And and yeah, so, sorry he he writes out that the meaning if it were an actual sentence and practices that way and then puts i angry so over it so, so that the emotions behind it yeah yeah it's pretty great i think it's you know it's uh, it's not it's, it's really not silly angry. at all like no, it's, 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 it's it a, works yeah it's a good gimmick yeah it's a good yeah gimmick. vin diesel's an artist y'all he really uh, is. Are you all seeing fast 10 <laughs> i am 
I feel like I've already made it this far. I might as well just yeah. I need you know what? I'm a sucker for action movies. I I know they're not the best, but like I will always be sad. We'll count. We'll count. Fast Ten talk now as Universal uh, Studios talk. But um, (laughs) I will remind us once again that we are literally recording still. So uh, (laughs) let's throw the mailbag. So mail someone a letter, even just a card will do. All right, we have uh, a letter from the mailbag. We have a couple, uh, so we'll get to a, a couple other ones uh, next one as well. Um, but uh, tonight we're going to uh, look at, uh, Jozer has written in, uh, and this is uh, in reference to our, uh, let's see here, our April 24th episode. He says, howdy raddies at about the one hour, 12-minute uh, mark. Janine expressed being starstruck by Dave. Girl, I am right there with you. Um, R.E. Beware Our Guest in this episode about Epcot slash Harmonious viewings. Oh, yes, this is... We had a couple of those recently, uh, whether it was the finger one or I can't remember exactly which one, but we've talked about fights at Harmonious quite a bit. Yeah. Back in the 80s at Laser Phonic Fantasy, being the nighttime show, uh, Jozer says, Mom and I were standing at uh, a railing along the lagoon for a long while before the show starts. We didn't notice all the kids and families that sat down around and behind us. Show starts. And way back in the audience, someone way back in the audience yells at my mom and I to sit down. Due to all the people that were around, we weren't able to. After the show, during the chaos of crowd dispersing, the man finds teenaged me and threatens to beat me up for not sitting down. My retired Navy father stepped in and backed him down. So yeah, Karen's and Chad's from the 1980s. So (laughs) What? Yeah. Shout out to the Navy father. Yeah, shout out to the Navy father and... um, yeah, we we all agree that we should just have Tokyo uh, standards. Everyone sits down at parades and at fireworks, but uh, uh, if they can, but no, we're um, American. But we're, and we're American. rude. <laughs> yes. Um. So thank you, Joseph, for writing, and we appreciate Joseph. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know what? A studer, a studer. Are you there? All right. A studer is here. I I, I unpacked him first because he was having trouble. Uh, oh. breathing out of his little motors uh, in that in oh that my. box. So I took him out, and uh, yeah, now we're going to have our studio computer poem of the week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> All right, so the Astuter computer. What do you have? Let's see here. Give me some, give me a poem about this week's news, Astuter. This is good. Okay. Oh, and he references in this uh, some of the sources, some of the news sources that we use to get some of this information. So this will be an interesting poem. In the realm of stars and a, and a tale unfolds. Let me try that again. I'm sorry, Astuter. Let me do that. Be- let me do that better. In the realm of stars, a tale unfolds where dreams and wonders once untold. But now, alas, a sorrowful fate upon the galactic star cruiser does await. Breaking news in this cosmic dance, a closure perma- permanent like a broken trance. The Star Wars galaxy, once alive and bright, now bids farewell, vanishing from sight. Oh, blog Mickey, bearer of the tale, you bring the news like a solemn wail. 
the journey's in the final chapter. No more adventures for the eager captor. But beyond the stars, another scene unfurls in the realm of men where power swirls. The New York Times paints a vivid stroke of Disney and DeSantis, a curious cloak. I don't really know how it's a curious cloak, a studio, but we'll work on it. A tale of businesses and politics entwined where magic meets the world, a curious bind. Ron DeSantis, Florida's governor bold, collides with Disney's dreams as stories are told. And amidst this tumultuous corporate affair, variety whispers of a lawsuit's glare. Bob Chapek, Disney's CFO, I don't think he's anymore there, Suter, but it's okay, stands accused by a shareholder's hand, justice sought infused. Okay, well, we're going to, you're going to have to be <laughs> nice trying, to Suter. So, he's good tired try. too. Um, he's still a little dusty from the, the car ride. In the courtroom's <laughs> solemn theater of strife, Powerful forces clash, the pulse of life, yet within these links a story profound of ambition, betrayal, and dreams abound. For in every ending a new beginning lies, where the, where, where stars are reborn and hope shall rise, the Star Cruiser saga may have met its end, but the force of imagination will always transcend. Through Aww. trials and challenges the magic persists in the hearts of those who refuse to desist. So let us dream as the stars fade away, for in our dreams a new Star Wars awaits some day. See, still you know, that was nice. tired yeah, New Marylander ending... Studer still doing stuck the landing. Movie. Stuck the landing there, Studer. Let's go. As, let's go see a Star War as he likes to do. <laughs> so thank you, Studer. I should say they. A Studer's agent. Um, <laughs> so uh, as we kind of wrap up here, Victoria, how's your marathon going? You've you had not had a chance to promote it yourself. Um, give us a little update. Uh well, as of right now, uh. We only have to fundraise 1300 more. So yay, snaps for that. Uh, And I'm doing a giveaway right now. It's a cookbook right now, but once we hit 500, then I'm going to add a lounge fly to it. Cool. Where can people sign up to help you with your marathon? Um, Well, the links to the Disneyland Marathon and the Wine and Dine Marathon are both in my bio link. So you can pick whatever one you favor and donate there. Any amount counts. And if you can't donate, you can share. Cool. Wonderful. Not you rhyming like a student computer. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Well, this has been an interesting um, sort of quirky episode to say the least. Lots of uh, passion and sleepiness and uh, all sorts of business. But uh, I am so happy I was able to make it uh, to this episode because it's always so fun to talk to my rats and of course, I uh, Rat Castle is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. Um, and please, uh, you know, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, you know, we are entering. Uh, this is our second year of doing this, and uh, you know, uh, let me unpack some boxes and stuff. But I, I think we're gonna try to update, do some stuff, maybe get some more. I'd love to get some more guests on. Um, we'll work it out. We're gonna keep pushing this thing along because I think. Whether you guys like it or not that are listening, we like doing it. So we're just going to keep doing it. Um, and uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, and as you, uh, Jozer has showcased here, you can leave questions by merch and more at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. Now grab your belongings and exit to the left. Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>